0: Three grown men who care way more than they should Glenn
1: Clark Glenn, no way I'm sorry, Aaron Did Alicia Fox call you the
2: Man Beast? AJ Francis And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns Even though he puts on the best match of the night
3: Aaron Oster Guys, look, there was that one
0: time hey, you know, the, oh, that, Aaron
4: <sighs> Aaron
2: You're the worst. You are
0: the worst. This is Jobbing Out.
2: <laughs> What's up? It's at least in What's the up? neighborhood
1: and I respect that. I respect that a lot. <laughs> Welcome in, it is episode number two oh six of Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course
2: the main event.
1: Yeah there you go AJ Francis as well Any guesses boys as to why it's episode 206
2: Is that how much Cedric Alexander actually weighs? Oh
1: I I like that That's not bad that is not the answer But that's pretty good
3: Is that the area code of Seattle
1: It's not the area code of Seattle No it's unrelated to a guess It's more related to something that occurred in pro wrestling this week I I thought because Seattle Okay
2: um, The 206th day of AJ Styles' title
1: game? No, but I, again, I like you're you're all o- you're dancing all over it. You've got ideas, and I like that. A- Aaron, you want to guess one more? By the way, two hundred
3: six is the area code of Seattle. That's I fine. I don't off. give a shit. It's
1: not the reason why it's episode number two hundred six. Uh, uh, I I got nothing. The reason why this is episode number two hundred six is because the combined age in years of the <laughs> four men that were in the main event of Raw on Monday night. <laughs> is 206 years old. Now, in fairness, that's, No
2: fucking way that's true. You want to
1: you try me? Uh, you want to try me? Right.
2: Triple H is in his 40s. Isn't Triple H is he? 49. He's, Kane yeah. is 51.
1: Taker is 53, right? Yes, and Shawn Michaels is... Hang on, let me make sure I do this. Now, now you're going to try to call me <laughs> on the carpet for the math. So it's with months. So Kane was born in April of 1967. He is 51 years old. Triple H was born in uh, July of 1969. He is 49 years old. The, so there's 100 right there. The Undertaker is was born in March of 1965. He is 53 years old. And Shawn Michaels was born in July of 1965. He is also... Fifty-three years Jeez. old, ladies old and gentlemen. Sucks. 206 years. And again, that doesn't include however many more if you had to add the months as well. So that's uh, that's where the 206 came from. All right. All right. A uh, lot to do this week. Uh, it is a technically a pay-per-view week, I guess. We're calling this that. Um, as Super Showdown goes down on Saturday morning. Uh, boys, anybody getting up to watch? What
2: no. time 5 a.m. No, I mean, I'll watch it as soon as I wake up, but I'm not waking up.
1: Yes, correct. Like, yep, you will uh, be a yep. reasonable human being. By the way, respect to, uh, was it Renee Young who said that on, on Monday night? It was like, or if you're a normal person, you can watch it when you wake up at 9 a.m. Respect. Respect. I love that. <laughs> um, so uh, we will uh, we will make our picks. Steve Miggs is back this week. It is a Miggs month. So our buddy Steve Miggs, uh, who just had a birthday this week, uh, what'd you guys get him? You
2: what's know, crazy? The I is, I, sexism was very prevalent, but it's crazy to me how prevalent it is in wrestling fans. I've literally heard so many wrestling fans say things like, Renee Young isn't a good announcer and that they would pr- prefer to have Coach or Byron Saxon. And I'm like... Yeah, that's just and, dumb. Yeah, have, you paid, have
1: you paid attention to any of that? Like you're. A and mind,
2: mind you, I'm black, and I would much rather not have coach or Byron Saxton. Oh my. Or Booker T than Renee Young. I might take Booker T over Renee Young. By the way, sugar, I, ducky, I gotta quack, be
1: honest. Quack. Yeah, but in fairness, you might just have lost your invite to the cookout. I just I don't know how to tell you <laughs> that. Like you might have just. They might Shucky, let you. Ducky, quack, quack. They might let you have a plate, but you might not be fully welcome. You, you need around.
2: to. You have to be a plus well, one. You're I'm
1: not
2: about getting the invite. About to hang up in my all white neighborhood. I'm about to hang up. Uh, I got a flag, and I'm uh, not a flagpole, but like the little the little stands that you like to hang out the front of your house. And I got a Black Lives Matter flag oh, coming from. Amazon, oh, I'm sure so that'll go. Great to hang oh out.
1: man, what a week it's going to be! Wow. Uh, and, and AJ's not kidding. That is an all white neighborhood. Uh, that, yes, it is. that he lives in outside Orlando So that will be something to behold I, I,
3: I anyway. hope you have a, a Live cam running oh, I will uh, Okay good
1: I would really like the moment when somebody steps up to try to do something And doesn't know who you are When you just walk outside and say Hi I'm AJ Can I help you And this dumb ass looks up and sees a 300 pound uh, black man And says ah uh, I don't know if the flag was hanging the right way, I was just trying to fix it for you. Like, <laughs> yeah, just trying to get the flag right, you know? Right, yeah, just trying to make sure it was, it was, everybody could see. I want to make sure everybody could
3: see. Proper flag code, Correct. that's the important thing.
1: <laughs> Alright, uh, before we get to uh, picks, which we will indeed do in segment number two, let's recap some of the things that occurred this week in the WWE, and I guess because I, I made it episode 206, Look, I know how AJ is going to react as soon as I bring this topic up, so I, I don't even know why I'm going to bother, but I'll do it anyway. Um, I have seen from more than a few people, uh, including our buddy Kevin Eck, the former WWE writer, he wrote an entire column this week about why it's wrong for the WWE to give a main event spot to 450-year-olds, that the main event spot should be served for uh, current ac- you know, active performers on the card. Uh, AJ, I'll let you explain why you think Kevin Eck is an idiot, but first I'll let Aaron respond however he would like to respond. Um, right, AJ, I said
3: let go. Aaron ahead, go
2: ahead, ahead Aaron. Aaron, go.
3: I mean, I'm just following directions here. I
2: yeah. know, so, it's just, I'm so annoyed. I,
3: I will let you get to no, your part. You know, no, you know what, I, I cede my time to the, uh, gentleman from Florida. Why would you ever do that?
2: Alright, go ahead. Why is... Uh, why do people have such a problem? Why do wrestling fans not like good things?
1: Well, I'm I, okay. We'll get that. That's a more complicated question than I would have multiple answers to. But let's just talk about
2: this part of it first. Dude, are you saying that you don't like the Undertaker?
1: I well, okay, uh, boy. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to play the role. Let me, let me. I tell you what. Let me read. Um, let me just read something that Kevin wrote, and then I'll, I'll give my own thoughts, because in fairness, I'm stealing from him. Maybe I should have tried to book him. You know what? Maybe I should just try to call him and see what he's doing, and maybe yeah. can... You know what? The hell with that. You guys talk amongst yourselves for a second. I'm going to try to call Kevin, all right? All right.
3: Well, let me let me try to be the... I'm actually torn on this. I didn't completely hate it. I thought, you know, again, we talk about this idea that WWE has trouble finding main eventers that can stick... And so when you do something like this and you say, you know, these guys clearly deserve to be in a bigger position than, let's say, the Shield, it does give off a bad vibe. At the same time, yeah, if in in the same thing that we've been talking about week after week, where it's just like, man, it a lot of this stuff on Ro- Oh,
2: go ahead. That's not what they're saying, though. Like, one main event, like, R-Truth was in the main event three weeks ago. Is he bigger well, than AJ Styles? You should be. Like... I mean you're probably right. But like <laughs> but like just because they were in the main event of this one show and they'll probably be the main event of Down Under and they might be in the main event of Crown Jewel and then they go away. <laughs> like they're not it doesn't matter. I like, I I would have, have a problem. I,
3: I, I actually agree with you that just on Raw, because it was the first time we saw those four, and as weird as it was, just because it was, you know, a unique site to go off on. Got people buzzing. I don't hate it. I will actually have a problem if they main event, and I know they are going to probably main event at Super Showdown. But the WWE title should absolutely main event that. If you're saying Triple H versus Undertaker is bigger than the WWE title, like that's a problem. Even if it is true, and it might be true, but that's a problem when you're telling us that that you should care more about Triple H versus the Undertaker than the WWE title. By the way, but I, as far I, as I, I, I'm, right, I'm back, why I'm is here. that
2: a problem? Cameron- because
3: then you the WWE title should be the most important thing. Uh, a, a random match between two legends, granted, but two legends should not be more important than the WWE That's title That's just not period.
2: true. There's been so many instances in which a match with two legends was the biggest thing there could possibly be. Rock Cena, Rock Hogan. Well, Rock, uh, well Cena was Taker, the biggest thing. Taker. HBK 2 at Wrestlemania Like there's so many instances and, Where the where the biggest match on the card right. and, and In fairness some of those title. AJ
1: Some of those did have other stipulations That you could argue were like the, A man's career you could make the argument That the stipulation That's
2: is... only one of the five matches I named uh, Okay and, and
1: others were involved It had people no. who you are pushing as the
3: main event When Roman Reigns faced The Undertaker That's because they wanted Roman Reigns To be the most
2: important person on WWE television Okay, so Roman Reigns vs. The Undertaker for with no belt on the line was the main event. Of
1: and by the way, I, yeah. in, in fairness, I think correct. I said I didn't like that either. I I, I do think yeah. I said that at the time. But, but yeah, at
2: least at least I can okay, understand they're saying that like, Roman. Do you think Rock Hogan shouldn't have been the main event of WrestleMania 18? No, but it, it wasn't. I that's not what I asked you, Aaron. No. Okay. Uh, I mean. Probably
3: no, I, I think the WWE sh- title should be the most it, important, the it, people who are going to be, it, the people who, well, no, I, actually, you know what, it, no, because I, I'm okay, more it, okay with that, because they wanted The Rock to be the most important person it, in 2003. Rock Hogan should have been. Yes, because the, the Rock was involved. Was if Triple H or The Undertaker are about to go on a six month run where they're the most important person on television, I'm okay with it. But they're not. I want the most important people to be the, mo- the most important part of the cards. That's what I want. That's what I think you should do. Bro, it's a one-time show. But it's not. As you said, it's probably going to be at Super Showdown. It's probably going to be at... Uh, Crown Jewels probably
2: Crown Jewel. be a tag team match.
1: Hang on. Right. Hey, hang on, boys. I'm about to... Uh, Kevin says he'll come on. So I'm, I'm just right. going to... I'm going to let you keep yelling, I guess, is what I'm going to do. And I'm, I'm good with this because it means that uh, I haven't had to be the one doing the yelling. And I appreciate exactly. that. So keep I yelling. Hate you. I right. hate wrestling fans, we'll man. Be, like, we'll okay, well, Kevin was a wrestling writer, for what it's worth. Just yeah. keep that in mind, all And right? Hang on a second. He's all allowed right. to be
2: wrong, too. I'll be, like, I'll, be, f-
1: I'll be back. Hang on. You guys can like, keep going.
2: God. Like, why can't people just enjoy good things? Why does well, the, why, why does Undertaker versus Triple H have to have so many people bitching and complaining before the match even happens? I Well, A, I, I, you why? know, I... Why? Well, I mean, I, first of all, I'm not
3: the one bitching and play. I, I don't mind that it's happening. Like, I understand why it's happening. I, I don't love the fact that it is getting, you know, that segment got as much time as, let's say, Seth Rollins got. I, I don't know if that's exactly the fact, but it's around the same amount of time. Literally
2: Seth Rollins should be getting week, more people, time. Literally last week, all you guys did com- was complain about how the Shield was getting too much time. I never complained about seg- that. Segment after segment after segment. I'm okay with that. I know as that a f- makes-
1: hang on oh, sorry about that I know it's a fact that I didn't complain about that but that's that's so that's okay Twitter
2: was people was wrestling fans complaining about how oh man oh this is how the show breaks down it opens with a shield check sh- shield segment then it goes somewhere else then it's a uh uh Dean Ambrose segment backstage, then it goes somewhere else. Then well, the, it's a Seth Rollins segment. Uh, and, somewhere and, and else. Then it's a bright break. Then them... it ends with the shield. Well, okay, I don't And know then who... now a week later it's oh man, why'd they give so much time to someone else other than the shield? Okay, like, hang, on fuck... hang
1: on a second. Hang on a second. I don't I don't know who said that, but my answer back to them would be the Shield are the biggest stars on the show, so of course they're going to get time on T right. V. They should be yeah. they should be the people you're building the shows around. This and that's they why have. it pro Right. Well, this to me what, is a far different topic. Hang on, boys. Kevin Eck is with us. All Kevin right. Eck. So hang on. Hi, a, Kevin. Hang on a second. Former WWE writer, now a columnist for Sporting News as well as PressboxOnline.com in Baltimore. And this conversation was spurred by the column he wrote this week about the fact that, frankly, these guys are, as I said uh, to start the show, they're a combined 206 years old, and maybe shouldn't be in the main event picture. Uh, Kevin, thank you as always. We love you. You are walking into a buzzsaw, and I apologize for that. It's-
4: No no problem. That's all right. I can take it. All right. Uh, uh,
1: AJ, you disagree with Kevin.
2: Yes, because these guys have earned the right to be on whatever fucking show they want to be on till the day that they no longer get to breathe on God's green earth. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
4: you know, I don't want to take anything away from those guys. And they've, sure, they've earned the right, but that doesn't mean they should exercise that right. And I just think why not? because Because I don't think it's beneficial. To the program I mean this was the lowest rated hour of raw in a long time and you could say you know there are other factors what would else you know football game on or whatever but you know the numbers don't lie and I just think nostalgia but the
2: but the lowest rating segment of raw of all time was the week before that so like maybe it's not because they were in it maybe it's just because raw is getting low ratings right now because not everybody's watching TV live anymore. Period. And on top of that, there's a football sure. game, and on top of that, there's other shows like Big Bang Theory and other things out there right now.
4: Sure, it's all relative. But if you're going to compare week to week, and it went it went down with uh, you know these these legends, they certainly didn't help the ratings. You know, if any, they didn't even hold the rating. It went down from the previous week. So I just I think nostalgia is great from time to time, um, but I just don't know that. Anyone was clamoring to see another match between Triple H and The Undertaker, and I understand why they're doing it. They're doing it for the the fans in Australia, and and that's fine. It's a network special. The fans in Australia are damn well, sure
2: clamoring for it. What's that? I said the fans in Australia are damn sure clamoring for it.
4: Yes, they are, and I, and I'm happy for them that they get to see it. Personally, I'm bored to death by it, and I don't live in Australia. I, you know, I and I don't I don't have any interest in it. I've seen it. A zillion times I saw it in so you're 12. gonna
2: are you gonna fast they, forward it when you watch it after you wake up since you'll have already watched I mean it'll already be over and you can fast forward I don't through know every match I'll you even, don't want to see. Uh, yeah, I have
4: no interest in seeing it. There's, I will not watch it. I, I so are I you,
2: So that didn't answer my question though.
4: What's that?
2: Are you gonna fast forward through that match?
4: Yes, that's what I. I will not watch it. Fast forward it, not watch it. Whatever, however you want to say it, is... Yeah, I, I will find not. that
2: highly improbable, but <laughs> continue.
4: <laughs> well, I mean, you choose to believe what you want, but I don't write anything that I don't believe. So when I said I have zero interest, I mean, that's exactly what I meant. And you're talking to a guy who, Glenn will back me up on yeah. he's yeah, the biggest Shawn Michaels <laughs> fan of all time. I think he's the greatest of all time. He's the guy I love to watch the most. But at this point, you know, again... Six years after the end-of-an-era match, we're getting another match with the same four guys, uh, three of which are on the other side of 50. The other guy's 49. I just, if the people in Australia love it, God bless them. If you love it, God bless you. I don't love it, and I have no interest in seeing it. Uh, it, it It was sad watching The Undertaker against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania last year. And I don't want to see Shawn Michaels again, the greatest of all time, at 53, getting in there and not being able to be Shawn Michaels. So I, it's just it's just not for me personally, and that's I, I can only speak to myself, and I'm not
2: interested. So
1: this is a weird I, premise for me because I I think that that theory that you just the, threw the, out, the, Ken...
2: the, the whole the whole point is that's not my point though. Do you think I I was I'm the biggest Roman Reigns and Finn Balor and Seth Rollins fan there is on God's green earth, but I would love for those guys to be in the main event, but I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, well, you know, this show's going to suck because they're going to have these two old guys in the main event. Like, I don't care enough who's in the main event because I know it's all scripted, as you know, too. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. So if we, if we get a really <laughs> great match out of it, let's say the match is fantastic. You're not going to go back and watch it?
4: No, I, I won't say that. If I if I see a review online or something that says, wow, these guys turned back the clock and sold the show and it was the greatest thing ever, of course I'll go watch it. But that's not what I'm expecting. And again, it, you know, I have no interest. Like, there was nothing in the build that made me want to revisit these guys fighting again. You know, they're talking about the epic rivalry between Triple H and Undertaker. I, 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 don't, I think even that's a stretch. I mean, to me, the epic rivalry was more Sean and The Undertaker. I don't, know that, I don't know that Hunter and The Undertaker ever had a quote-unquote epic rivalry. And they I fought at three WrestleManias. Anyone. Yeah, great. And because Undertaker's Undertaker and Hunter's married to the boss's daughter, he can wrestle Undertaker as many times as he wants at WrestleMania. That doesn't mean anybody cared to see it. So, wow!
2: You know, it's just that not, is just, it's just a, not so a, a ridiculous remark that no one cared to see it. No <laughs> one wait, cared wait, to wait, see wait, any okay. of the Triple H. Wrestlemania. The first Undertaker one. Whoa, 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 the, the first Triple H. Wow. The,
1: the first Triple H Wrestle, uh, Undertaker WrestleMania match was a squash. I mean, like okay, Undertaker okay, re- okay, murdered him okay, throughout the ring. So, okay. I, I mean, first like, of all,
2: making, making a match of squash doesn't mean nobody wanted to see it. The Bludgeon oh, Brothers I, squash, the New Day, in the New I agree. Southern I think Russia that was the one that
1: most people, at, at any point, that would have been the time that anybody would have wanted to have seen a Triple H-Undertaker well, match.
2: Well, was
4: that, that match, first one. I think it was WrestleMania 17. I don't yeah, remember Houston. seeing an outrage.
1: It wasn't a squash as much as it was. Triple H you got very little. Like, the Undertaker basically just kicked his ass throughout the arena. Like you no, know,
4: that was kind of thrown together. That wasn't even supposed to happen. I, do you know what match was supposed to be? I do not know that. Strongly rumored to have happened at WrestleMania that year? I do not know. It's supposed to be. This is no lie. I mean, I don't know how valid it is, but I know a lot of people have said it. It was supposed to be Triple H against Ray Lewis. Oh, I do remember that now.
1: Oh my
4: God. When they couldn't work it out to bring in Ray, then, uh oh, Plan B. Well, Undertaker needs an opponent too, and we'll just have these two guys do it. Because there was no real build to it.
2: Right. I mean, so, yeah. Damn.
1: that's that's actually fascinating. I don't think I knew that. And, and by the way, it actually entertained me watching Undertaker kick Triple H's ass throughout an arena. Like
2: That
4: match I had no issue with. Right, you know, right. Even the second time they wrestled, okay. But they didn't need to return it. You know, Hunter and uh, Triple H...
2: You didn't like the match in the hell in the cell? Uh,
4: no, I didn't. I really didn't care for it. Wow. I mean, it. wasn't And I was there, and I was part of the build for it. You know, I helped break the show. I just... It was, you know, again, everybody, you, you like chocolate, I like vanilla, you like apples, I like orange, whatever. It's just, everybody has their own taste, and by that point, I was kind of over it. I didn't think it was this, cla- look, Hunter and Undertaker had a fine match the year before the Hell in a Cell, but I don't know that anybody really is like, oh, i got to see this again. As opposed to Undertaker and Shawn, who had maybe the best match I had ever seen, and then came back the next year and had it again with the added stipulation that, uh, you know, uh, Sean would retire if he lost. That, I think people were really interested in seeing. The The first Hunter or the second Hunter Taker match, okay, maybe, but the third one to bring it back in the cell, I don't know. I just I, I didn't see it as this great rivalry that I needed to keep seeing year after year at WrestleMania.
2: Um, a couple things. So, the, so like, 80,000 people on their feet losing their minds the whole time that doesn't really have any effect on you whatsoever? Like. Right? Well, I
4: mean, 80,000 people weren't there to see that match necessarily, but hey, yeah, I mean those guys are old pros and veterans and they know how to work the crowd and there were lots of bells and whistles on that match. You know, Sean got involved and super kicked everybody as a special referee. I honestly got thought Sean was the
1: best match. part of that match. I thought the best uh, part of that third match was Sean's storytelling. The best as a part of the
2: The greatest part of the entire Triple H Undertaker rivalry was in that match. After he was after Undertaker was super kicked and then pedigreed and still kicked out. That is one of the greatest moments in the history of wrestling, and we're just talking about it didn't happen.
4: Well, I wouldn't. I, now you said a ridiculous statement. The greatest, one of the greatest <laughs> moments in the history of wrestling. No, oh, Jesus
2: Christ! I'm talking about crowd reaction wise. It was. Uh, oh, okay, I don't know. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Go watch it right now. I mean, I'm not saying it didn't get a huge crowd reaction,
1: but there's a difference between saying it got a huge crowd reaction versus being one of the biggest crowd reactions in the history of pro wrestling. There's, and, and, and there's no quantifiable way, so I'm not going to... I mean, play.
2: there is no quantifiable way, but what I'm saying, like, that kickout was enormous. Like, the eruption was enormous. Because right, the people were invested this. into we're, the we're... match, because the match was fantastic.
4: Was there ever a doubt in your mind... That Undertaker was winning that match. Because there were even if I had not been part of the team at that and no. I had been a fan, I there would never be a doubt in my mind that he was winning that match. Triple H was not ending the streak.
2: I'm okay, and at the same time, I was at WrestleMania 30 and I thought the same thing about Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's a
4: different animal. Absolutely. And and that was a shock as well. They Kfaved us on that, okay? He yeah, they did. That is me. true. The writers were kayfabe. So we thought the finish was Undertaker over. So, yes, that was definitely a shock. But, okay, Brock Lesnar's a different beast, no no pun intended. Hunter wasn't ending that streak. I mean, I I don't think anybody really believed that he was going to win that match. And that, to me, it's hard to buy into all those great false finishes and kickouts when you just know that that's not the finish. Let me
1: ask you, I think we're we're dealing with two different things. And one part I think I, I certainly agree with you on, Kevin, which is, I, I also am not interested and we've you know been debating about this for the last couple weeks I have no interest in this match either it just it does nothing for me that's fine whoever's into it they're into it and that's their thing and I, I you know I'm in the same way whatever you're into you're into and that's cool at, this is not make
2: forward way. you fast forward through right
1: this is uh, I, and I will probably not even bother because I will be distracted watching at some point when I sit down and watch this so I might not even recognize that it's going on um, but that being said I, I sure. think, oddly enough on Monday night, Because of the situation with the ratings, because the WWE knew they were up against Pat Mahomes playing football, which is this beast that we're starting to understand is just a monster right now for the NFL, in a weird way I actually thought that advantageously they could put it in that spot. And they were sort of punting in its tongue-in-cheek of saying, we kind of know nobody's watching right now. We kind of know what we're up against at the moment. And I think you can speak to this as to how the WWE you know, plans for Monday nights during football season and whether it matters what the game is that's on every week, if they're thinking about that type of thing, or, you know, if they're trying to counter-program around halftime or something along those lines. But in a funny way, like, I got the sense of it was almost like, hey, we know. We know what we're up against. We know we're going to get our ass kicked tonight. So, you know, this will be a silly nostalgic moment for everybody that's in the arena and for a handful of people that might not... Um, you know be as big fans it'll probably get a good youtube viewing tomorrow we'll throw this in the main event spot because we know what what it is that we're up against right now
4: yeah i don't obviously i haven't been there in four years so i can't speak to anything they're doing now but when i can tell you when i was there during monday night football um it was never specifically said like okay there's a big game tonight so no we know nobody's going to be watching the main event so let's not waste the main event it was also never said like all right, we know there's a big football game tonight, so let's put on the biggest main event we can, so people will tune in and maybe turn the football game off and watch this. It was never said. Now, what you what you are correct about is we did try to time things around halftime, so that people would switch over at halftime potentially and see something really good that would hook them into wanting to stay. Like that's something that we did try to do. Um, but I don't like I, I never, you know, my whole time there, we never said well. You know, Else, just put on the main event because you know we know nobody's going to watch it.
1: Like there was never that mindset. Interesting. Okay, that's interesting. I I, I all brought that up, Kevin, because I noticed last year, like when they did the first, like, and I, I know Aaron and I talked about this. AJ was uh, regularly busy with football uh, during last fall, but like I, when they did the first female main event, I was like, huh, it's weird that they did that during football season when they knew that they were up against right when they would do some other things in the main event spot. Aaron, what was the one that really puzzled us? That they put in the main event spot last year uh, during there was something. There was some program that was running during last fall, and we got some main events. Wasn't Enzo regularly the main event last fall?
4: Yes, it might, was, yeah, he, it might have been yeah. that. Yeah.
1: that
4: Enzo right. was getting put in the Enzo's final segment. And I just, but I, here, here's, here's the thing, too, with, again, things that have changed since I was there, is the main event, the quote-unquote main event segment now, it, it varies. Like They started putting guys like Enzo at, in, the, in the last segment, and the main of main event segment was in the crossover the ten o'clock hour. Like a lot of times, you'll see that now where the big match of the night or the big angle of the night is the crossover between you know nine fifty five and ten o'clock, rather than saving it to the end. Because I think they've seen the ratings patterns that, you know, pretty regularly, the um, third hour is the lowest rated hour, and and you know three hours is a long freaking time to do anything. Yeah. Especially watch wrestling, you know, or anything on TV, really. But um, I think they kind of know people get tired, and and ten o'clock is when they've been putting some more important things on rather than saving it to the end. But it really, it, it's kind of a week to week thing. It's not like they stick to that pattern either.
1: All right, AJ, do you want to you want to yell anything more? Uh, no, that's I- what
2: I was. I mean, I was going to say exactly what he just said is that. Also, the main event is not always the main event, right? No, like, not always. Right. That was the point. I was that was also a point that I was going to make about the fact that they had those four old bastards in the main event on Monday.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing they promoted pretty heavily all night. I mean, they they really promoted but that,
2: this but thing. They actually, I mean, they really didn't. They only promoted HBK. Like, I feel like if they really wanted to promote it, they would have said Undertaker was going to be there.
4: That's fair. That's not... true. And there's there's a balance there too of. Um, and this is something we would debate all the time, it's like do you, you want an element of surprise, right? But then you also don't want to um, not promote something because, hey, if they know The Undertaker's there, they might tune in. And that's a, that's a balance. You know, it's a balancing act. And the- yeah, I'm not going to lie. You know? when his,
2: when I, because of how they promoted it as Shawn Michaels, I was like, oh, The definitely not going to show up. And when the gong hit, I got actual, like, oh, shit, this is real. Like, what? This
4: See, I'm surprised. I would think the right. antennas might be up. You know, knowing that this is the go home for the Australia show and Sean's being promoted, I would think. You know, you didn't think he was just going to come out and cut a promo, right? I mean, you had to know something was going to happen, especially at the end. No, of the I mean,
2: I, I thought Kane would come out because oh, because of how he was running, because how he said he was going to uh, run down Kane because Triple H's not really in the match. I mean, it wasn't you. really part of the segment until the end, and so like, and HBK's not really in the match, so I really thought they were just going to fight. And that was going to be the end of it, I mean, honestly. Because the fact is, like you said, the good thing about having Taker and and Triple H in the main event of any show is the fact that, like, do you really have to promo it that much? I mean, like, the thing that you're selling is those two guys wrestling. Like, that's the whole bit.
4: Here's what they could have done, and I would have had a lot less of a problem with It's something you just said is, Right? Does Triple H and, Sean, and 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 Undertaker really need it's Match sells itself, right? If that's what you're into, if you like those guys, you want to see the two legends fight again. They could have just announced that that's the main event of Super Showdown in Australia. The show is going to sell out no matter what. Yep. Um, and if you're a guy who wants to watch it on the WWE Network, you're going to watch it anyway. Just all they have to do, all they had to do, was promote that match just a few times. Tell, so, just like with John Cena. John Cena's on that show, and he hasn't appeared on Raw at all. Now, granted, he's not in the main event, but we didn't need to see John Cena. We know he's on this card, and if we're big John Cena fans, we we'll watch the <laughs> Network Special. Yeah, it's funny. I forgot he was Matt, on the card. I'd have been, I'd've been
2: <laughs> Well, I mean, after after what happened in uh, Seattle on Monday, right? There, if Bobby Lashley and John Cena go over, I, we write. We, <laughs> <have to riot. laughs> <laughs> we gotta write.
1: They really went for it, didn't they? They really went for it. That was great. All right, uh, Kevin, uh, you are uh, more than just a good sport for coming in uh, and putting up with this. What can I? What can Thanks, I plug? For, what can I plug for you, sir? Uh,
4: you can plug uh, the Hot Tag column every Wednesday, uh, pressboxonline.com, of course. Um, I have a column called uh, "Am I the Only One." which asks you know rhetorical questions about what went on the past week in wrestling. That's on sportingnews.com every Friday. And And, and I'm on Twitter, at TheKevinEck.
1: Right, new Twitter account for Kevin, at TheKevinEck, and uh, a cheap plug for me. He also wrote this month's uh, cover story for PressBox about Terrell Suggs, so you can check that out as well. Cheap plug
4: for
2: me as well.
1: Very good. Hey, Kevin, (laughs) thank you, dude. That means a lot to us. AJ, much
2: respect. Thank you. Appreciate you, bro. All
1: right, there you go. (laughs) There we go. We handled that now. There's a... there's Kevin Eck checking in with us. And, uh, and uh, you look, I ended up being a good conversation. That ended up being a good conversation. I appreciate the insight on both sides. All right, let's come back in. That's all we ended up getting to in segment one, which is fine, because we're going to talk about all these things. During nope, picks. nope, nope. Oh, nope, we got to do best nope, match, right? Yeah, best match.
2: Nope. So I got to ask you guys a question. Yeah. Who had the best match on Raw this week?
1: It's almost like I knew that was coming. <laughs> it's almost like I knew that you might do that. Um, okay.
2: The answer is one answer.
1: I, I don't know that there's one answer. There's well, one it answer. depends. Don't
2: waste my time. It's Roman Reigns and Dolph Ziggler is the answer. See, I'm going to argue for a different one. I'm going to argue for
3: Ronda Rousey and Ruby Riot. You know what? That, that was a
1: stunningly good match.
3: I
2: cannot That was believe. a great match, and it felt big. Yep, it did. It wasn't better than Roman and Dolph Ziggler,
1: though. Well, I'm going to be a bitch, and I'm going to give them both my votes so everybody gets a half a point.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a bitch move. But everybody's,
1: okay. everybody's getting a half a point. I really did. You know, it's so funny. I love the Ronda Ruby Riot match, and in Bro, a way, it. what's like, that?
2: You don't have to throw. Yeah, match. no,
1: no. Because I do. Th- be I think free. you're right about the Roman match. I think the Roman match was really good. And honestly, I think that we're talking about two different things. What was the better match? I don't know because the Roman match was really good. The Ronda match was good and somewhat unexpected. And I think Aaron's right that it had a bigger feel. So I, it might be that the Roman match was better, but I I loved the Ronda match in part because I thought it was going to be... I thought it was sort of going to be a nothing. Here's an appearance from Ronda. It's a token chance to promote that is going to be on Raw and have a match, and we'll get through it fairly quickly. Ruby ended up looking great. Um, I, you know, in a way, I kind of don't want this to end between Ronda and Ruby because I think Ruby looks like a... It's the first time i felt really good about someone who was fed to Ronda Rousey and didn't come away from it saying, oh, my God, how can anybody think they can be competitive in the women's division? They've done a poor- I think they did something really important, which is they yeah. made it seem credible that somebody could beat Ronda Rousey despite the fact that we all know nobody is. And that's a difficult thing to do.
2: Yeah, I definitely was- thought she might lose on that little roll-up.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. Like, they put that match together perfectly. Everyone involved with that match, from the people who put it together— to Ruby, and yes, Ronda looked the best she has in a singles match. Ronda is just keeps improving every time she goes out there, and that's I why mean, i has my That's how it's supposed to
2: happen when you just started. But
3: I I agree, but you know I'm just saying. Like I, I've seen a couple people say, "Oh, well, of course she looked good. She was in with Ruby. It wasn't just Ruby. Ronda looked great as well."
2: Well, those those same people probably will tell you that Triple H and I'm. You don't deserve to be in the main event so.
1: <laughs> Alright, update the standings When quickly. there's
2: not a WWE title match Well, wait
1: people. You mean for Sunday? Or for Saturday, I mean? For Saturday well, There yeah. is a WWE title match Yeah, there's I not mean, a universal I mean, title
2: Not really there's a, the, the real WWE title now is the universal title It's not the
1: team. I mean, okay, so the, I, I still think the SmackDown Championship is extremely important and I, I don't think you should dismiss that
2: Nothing on SmackDown is more important than Triple H versus Undertaker. Oh, I, I, I wish that All wasn't right. true, but that'll be true until one of them dies. Well, it should be. And I, I think
1: it should be. I, I would, This is where I will agree with Aaron. I think it should be more important. Now, are you, are you necessarily wrong? You're not. But I think it should be, and I think it should be treated that way. I think that yeah. your, your title... And, and that's the
2: thing. Frankly... I,
3: I think that WWE shouldn't be telling us that Triple H is more important than the
2: WWE title. But he is! I... That's how he was able to win the WWE title in a World Rumble match, which no one else had done since Ric Flair, who was also more important than the WWE title.
1: Yeah, you know how much I thought of that. So, I I don't know. We don't want to do this. We don't want to do this. We don't want to do this. We got to get the Migs. Uh, So, uh,
2: after 39, Roman Reigns is 12, 25, and 2 against the entire roster on Raw. Our top three is remains the same with Roman Reigns putting a little more distance between him and Finn Balor Seth Rollins has 16 points with 12 points on aggregate once again that's any match that is not a one on one match to win by itself for that week gets .5 for each competitor Seth Rollins has 12 on aggregate Roman Reigns has 13 regular 8.5 on aggregate Finn Balor has 11 points and 8 on aggregate he's in third place
1: Very good. All right, when we come back in, we will make our picks for Super Showdown as our buddy Steve Miggs joins us. That's next. I'm Glenn, he's Aaron, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out.
4: Pressbox's Project Game Day is back at halftime and postgame for every Baltimore football game. You can react live with us on Press Box's Facebook page. Glenn Clark hosts at halftime,
1: and he's joined by the NFL Chick Sarita Hubbard postgame. Project Game Day is brought to you by Glory
4: Days Grill. Catch all of the action at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill, where they have tons of TVs to catch every moment of every game. Glory Days Grill, great food, good sports.
1: Press Box's Project Game Day, facebook.com slash Sports. AJ, I was expecting you to start singing the hook here.
2: Right before my eyes.
1: <laughs> back in here for segment number two of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. And, of course, the main event. AJ Francis and joined now by the fourth mic of Jobbing Out. Yay! Very, I miss you, buddy. Very happy birthday. Guys. Our pal Steve Miggs from KISW out in Seattle is back with us. Miggs, what's going what? on, bud?
0: I mean, I say I miss you. Guys. I miss two-thirds of you guys. There's one guy I don't know if I necessarily miss. Fuck, Harry. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one who comes out and visits you, Migs. You gotta yeah, love me. You
0: give a whole freaking recap of your experience. You 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 put over our ref. You put over Shaf, You talk about Randy Myers. Not once do you show love. For the man that made sure you got into the venue, and that oh, is yours truly, Steve Miggs. Oh, no.
2: What Dagger. a dick. I didn't say a single thing. Well, oh, if, it makes, if it makes thing. you feel better, Aaron, he fucking deserves it. Because this guy got Alexa Bliss on his podcast this week. It's true. He didn't get her for us.
0: That's true. That's true.
1: He true. did. And and stu-
2: in studio. She remembered
0: the bat, guys. She remembered the bat.
2: Did she really?
0: Yeah, it's awesome. like, hey, uh, I'm that guy that put the makeup on. She's like, I remember. Oh, that. that's that was so awesome.
1: dope. I was okay. I was really bitter. If you remember, we did a bet once, and the loser had to do Don full Alexa Bliss makeup. Um, and Miggs lost, but he ended up being the fucking winner because yes, right. when he did it, he got all sorts <laughs> of goddamn internet love from Alexa Bliss. All of a sudden, yeah. he was a big star, and I was like, fuck, of all Damn, the that- ones for me to lose, of all of the, I lose every other bet. This is room. the one that I'm not going to lose. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. And uh, yeah, Migs, you had, so you had her on, I know you uh, you had her on the morning show this week. I'm assuming that will also yep. be a part of uh, Migs versus the World of Wrestling.
0: Yeah, I yep. just repurposed it and put it up as my podcast as well. Very good. Very good. So you can check that out
1: there. Uh, so how is everything in the Pacific Northwest and 321 Battle and Defy and all of the various projects that you were involved yeah. in?
0: It's a, a good month coming up with, uh, I mean, 3-2-1 Battles this Friday. And uh, we have Ashley Dunn from Hope Wrestling from the UK. He's in town. Uh, that's going to be freaking awesome to have him wrestle in the Battle Palace. And then on at the end of the month with Defy on the 27th, uh, I just found out myself it's going to be Brody King versus Jeff Cobb. And that's
2: the first yeah, that time they've ever suck.
0: wrestled against each that other. That doesn't suck. That'll be pretty yeah, great. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Hey, you guys want
2: to uh, hear, hear some big news? Yeah. Uh, so this is what i have just saying. I did. Uh, I have decided that I will give the universe until January one to give me something better to do than become a professional wrestler. And on January one, I will start my training. Shut up! If if the universe does not bring you something better, <laughs> the reason I bring this up is because Mix. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to need some bookings. You know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know a couple guys. <laughs> so,
1: wait, wait. Are you, are yeah, you, is so, this, is this, AJ, is this legit? This is not a work. You have decided that unless something else were to come up between now and Jan 1, Jan on 1, Jan 1, you are beginning pursuit of becoming a professional wrestler.
2: I will start training in Jan 1, and I will probably get a WWE tryout in March.
0: Holy shit. So, before March, we need you to come to Seattle. I don't- I'm training Migs and AJ Versus the Defy Tag Team Champions The American Guns Let's oh book God. it right now uh, I mean I'm, you know, They kick hard I'm just telling you right now I saw them
3: I
2: want to make a promise That's fine I wanna make a, We kick harder I want to yeah. make, make a promise I, I have no problem the, the thing It's like how I So Aaron A little insight I know you've never been to the basketball court And played basketball with me But I don't call fouls when I play basketball You know why? because if someone fouls me I just immediately foul them back hard <laughs> and they get the point right away
1: Um I want to make this promise if this if this match occurs um I'm I will make my first appearance at Defy. I will come yep. out Yay! to Seattle yep. and I well, will could be our manager. I was going to say I will be there to support the American Guns I will root like hell <laughs> oh, <you> Dick <laughs>
4: <laughs> no,
1: I love you, boys I, I'd be honored I'd be honored to be your manager I would. It would be a, an incredible I don't honor.
2: remember volunteering
1: that Yeah, right? Well, but Miggs did And I like him more than you Oh, so. no,
2: unfortunately Miggs is booking the whole thing
0: so Yeah, fun. right? Yeah, you're going to deal with it No doubt about it But we need you to have like and, a gimmick, And then, like of a, course like Of course, by
3: that time oh, uh, yeah. They yeah. might uh, drop belts Like Violence Unlimited And then all of a sudden You're facing Brody King And that
2: would be interesting I mean you're I'm t- very uh, But like a I said, this is not work. This is, I've decided. I mean, I always told myself if I was done playing football, before I was 30, I would at least give it a shot. think I could be a really good wrestler. You know? Mm-hmm. I know a lot about the business. I am fucking enormous and athletic. And I'm king shit talker. So it's okay, like. But seriously,
1: score. name 12 football players that have gone on to have any success in the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 12. Just off the top of your head.
2: All okay. right. Well, uh-huh. first thought. I'm going to go with Mojo Raleigh, my eh, former
1: college teammate. He's okay. I mean. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, right. Then the
2: second person I'm going to name is Goldberg.
1: Oh, Bill Goldberg. Whatever. <laughs> what did he ever do? Christ. Probably should have. He was in, just an entrance. Nothing more. Yeah, probably should have stayed in you football, know. right? Like, yeah. I all mean, right. Dear. All right, fine. Name 12 more. Okay. That's, I mean, like, seriously. <laughs> 12 <Jesus. laughs> Literally
2: half the roster I, now I, is football I, players. I know that's
0: true. That's cool. That's cool. That's, cool. that's very dope. That's very dope.
2: Even Big E
0: played football. Now named 12 radio personalities that have WWE contracts. Right. There's
1: Coach Does he count? (laughs) No, I don't think he was on the radio. Well, I guess he was on the radio after he was in WWE. Dalton
0: Castles our only hope right now, boys. That's our (laughs)
1: only hope. That's basically it. All right. Um, We're going to pick Super Showdown, which comes up this Saturday, uh, as we mentioned, 5 a.m. from Australia. Boys, we need a bet. Um, oh, by the way, later on in this show, I have to pay off the Shaquille O'Neal bet. Uh, for what it's worth, I still have never listened to the song, but whatever. It's better that way. Um, <laughs> so here's what we're gonna do. Uh, Miggs had a birthday this week. Happy birthday, Miggs! Thank um, you, my man. How many members of the uh, Jobbing Out show crew did you hear from?
0: I heard from two of the three. Oh boy!
1: Oh, this is a nervous <laughs> moment. Who's the asshole? My tag team
0: partner. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Two. I don't think he's on social media, so he doesn't get it's that It's true. Facebook it's the only reason why we Everyone know. knows about people's birthdays because of Facebook no, these no, days. It's the only reason. Yeah, I don't I mean. have
1: Facebook Yeah, It's straight. the only reason. It's the only reason. In fairness, by the way, he reached out to you as many times on your birthday as he did to me on my birthday, so we got that going for us.
0: But, you know, I, I heard from Becky Lynch. I heard from Baron God. Corbin. Oh, uh, okay. I heard right, from go Bruiser go Brody's uh, Widow. But not my tag team. Bruiser Brody's
2: Brody's widow is not how I I thought that sentence would end. I heard from Baron Corbin. I heard from Becky Lynch. I heard from Bruiser Brody's widow. That's what's up. I
1: heard from the Bishop Desmond Tutu. I heard from Barbara Walters. I heard from the guy who cut Gandhi's hair once. (laughs) Yep, yep. It was All right. Group. Before by we get way, to the, pick by the way, show, hang on, though, real, le- real legit. I actually heard from on my birthday the guy that played uh, Scotty Smalls in the Sandlot. <laughs> Wish me a That's happy nice. birthday, which was amazing. Like it That's made my strong. year. I'll never have a better birthday. Um, uh,
3: okay, yeah. What do you want to do, Aaron? I was gonna say before we get, uh, Mix, you were at RAW in Seattle. Yes. Do you want to <laughs> tell us about that uh, I mean, Elias
2: segment? That was Dude, that amazing. was good.
0: That was the greatest, and I was there for the Daniel Bryan takeover at the Slammies back when you know he was in the ring and everyone, and that was the greatest positive reaction I've ever been a part of at a wrestling event, and this was the greatest negative reaction. Man, dude, there, there was a moment while the boos were happening, and it just kept getting loud. It felt like this long, continuous boo, like nobody took a breath, and Literally. the entire place lost their minds. On TV, did not do it justice, and I watched it back, and, what? It, and, it, on and TV, it was cool it was def- on TV. Yeah, it was great on TV, but dude, we could not hear a single word that any that Elias or Kevin Owens were saying, even when they were yelling, the loud the, the crowd was that loud. It was deafening in yeah. there and it went on for about like I'd say seven to eight minutes. Yeah. Uh there was a moment and I'm sure it wasn't picked up on T V where Elias looked over at one of the camera guys or, or, or the guy that was handing the microphone and he kinda gave that look like, Man, I did not expect this to go on this long. Like almost like at first he was laughing and having a good time, but there was a moment where he was just like, I, I did not intend for this to go this way. And, and, you know, cause they, they, they could not get a word in with that crowd. It was, it was amazing, dude. I want to handle something. Dude.
2: And it was, and it was also crazy how like, they were also planned to go over at the end of the segment. So it was like, it like, went full circle. Like it really was like, and by the end of it, it became genuine heat, not just cheap heat. Like, we fucking hate right. your guts. Right.
1: Like, like we actually want you like motherfuckers to die. it was the cheap
2: heat line that he used, but it turned into the most
0: vicious heat from the crowd that he's yeah, ever like, a part of.
2: I, that was the funniest part to me is that he does those cheap heat lines all the time. It's just like yeah. Seattle's super sensitive about the Sonics, man. They're yeah. just real... <laughs> Then, he, mm. then when he dug in the knife a little deeper talking about Oklahoma City, I understand completely.
0: Dude, you know? Oh, God, dude. It was great. And and Kevin had a great line as well. I can't remember, but it was, he continued to go down that road as well. It was right. it was fair. And then Renee Young with the Detlef shrimp relate, that was freaking yes. amazing.
4: <laughs> yeah, Like I said,
0: the only thing that would
3: have been better, they needed someone to come out in a Supersonics throwback. Dude, if that happened, the
2: place would have I been I don't understand. Blues. See, this is why I have Leo Rush really let me down. I knew for a fact, as soon as he came through, he was going to point out the fact that he looked like Ray Allen. <laughs> <laughs> I he was going to say as was soon as Sean he King's stepped kids. through the curtain, yeah. I was like, oh, he looks just like a young Ray Allen. This is going to make Bobby Lashley the biggest face on the card. Yes. All he's got to say is, yeah, I came out here looking like a young Ray Allen, and then like, I and then all the whole place would have went. he could even say jesus Shuttlesworth. it still would have went. yeah that would have yep. sucked
1: that would not have sucked that would have been brilliant and I, by the way uh if uh hey, assholes in pittsburgh if you're wondering why nobody seems to have a problem with what they did in seattle monday night and everybody's still mad at you it's because that was the idea on monday night like that was the concept is that you were supposed didn't count
2: to count to ten over and over right again.
1: you try right. to make it about yourselves whereas in seattle they were playing along, they just did it to a level that no one could have ever expected. And, and it
0: wasn't forced. It wasn't like as if right. like people told them ahead of time, like, here, this will be kind of a fun thing to do. Right. It just happened, and then the crowd just picked up on it and went with it. Right, yeah. So go F yourself if you're
1: from Pittsburgh and you don't understand why everybody was mad at you and nobody's mad at the crowd in Seattle. The crowd in Seattle yeah. was part like, of it. They and were... Go F yourself. They enhanced the True. segment, awesome. not that, detracted yeah. from and, it. And by the way, AJ makes a good point as well. Go F yourself just because you're from Pittsburgh. And, if
2: you're from Pittsburgh and you think Le'Veon The shouldn't be paid after you saw what happened to Earl Thomas. Fuck you. Also a good point. Also a very,
1: (laughs) very good point. All right. uh, Because uh, it was Mig's birthday this week, and Aaron had a birthday on Saturday, and my birthday was last month as well, uh, our bet this month we have decided loser of this bet is going to have to purchase a whole birthday cake. And let's make this very clear. We're talking about a normal-sized birthday cake, not like a a, – When I say this, I don't think like are we t- somebody thinks of birthday cake and thinks like a small round one. I'm thinking more like a sheet cake. Like yeah, yeah like
0: thinking like a ten inch circumference.
1: You're thinking bigger. I'm thinking like a full sheet cake for a birthday, right? Like right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like a normal birthday party cake.
0: Right. Well some people will do
1: like the like the taller round cake, right? right. Like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. saying sheet cake. <laughs> You guys know what I mean, right? Like, you guys understand. Yeah, go, yeah. go to the grocery store, ask them for the, the – yeah, the rectangle kick there. Right, have. and it doesn't have – I mean, I would prefer if it said something silly on it. Like, you know, if you've got something related to this, like, happy birthday, Aaron's the worst, or like, happy birthday. Uh, I, I suck at pics, something, right, like, something that. like that. something like that, happy birthday.
2: Aaron is the worst is what would be on mine if I Yeah, wish. I mean, that's the right way. I might say yeah, – might say, that way too.
1: I might go, some, yeah, see, I might go something <laughs> I like – um, uh, Miggs is my hydration partner for life, or something yes. like that. I don't know what I might <laughs> go with, um, but that that type of thing is what we're looking for on the cake. Then you have to lick all of the icing off of the cake in thirty seconds. Gross. Yeah, that's not gonna be fun. Okay, so that's the well,
0: especially when diabetes runs in my family. This is gonna be oh a- Jesus <laughs> Christ. Same. By the
2: way, when we it said can't
1: this sugar free. Yeah, it's true. That's a good point. It doesn't have to be uh, sugar in the ice. And yeah, Migs Now you're trying to make it seem like we're trying to kill you. Go f yourself for that. You know, you're <laughs> yeah, you like
2: 106
1: pounds. Right. You you could have. That's true too. You could have <laughs> yeah, brought that up when we were setting this up. And then you got me. Migz heard us set this whole thing up, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go along with that." And he's like, "Oh, dude, diabetes." And I'm like, oh, "Can't fuck do man. it." Yeah, go. Diabetes. <laughs> what an asshole. Ex- diabetes. Diabetes. Uh, Alright, everybody Diabetes di- Alright, everybody's in. Uh, Aaron, let's go through it. Let's pick some matches for Super Showdown.
3: Alright, let's start with the cruiserweight title match as Cedric Alexander faces Buddy Murphy.
1: So Miggs doesn't go first the first time. He goes first the fourth time, because he's just one of us, right? No, he goes first the first time
0: oh, uh, in rotation. Okay, fair enough. Fair That's enough. how we've done it in the past. Alright. Whatever. All right, whatever. Miggs, you go first. Alright, I mean we talked about cheap heat, talk about a cheap pot. Hometown boy winning the championship, Buddy Murphy. Uh, that's what I'm going with, man. Buddy Murphy is one of my favorite performers, and I think they're going to have a match that's going to be talked about and actually maybe help the Cruiserweight division where people are going to maybe put their eyes on it a little bit more. So Buddy Murphy is my pick.
2: To me, Buddy Murphy is not the guy that you take the belt off of Cedric Alexander with. Like, I could see it happen just how you said it, but to me, there's got to be somebody bigger, like like someone coming from NXT that takes the belt off of Cedric Alexander, so I'm gonna go with Cedric Alexander.
1: I hear you, AJ. Here's what I'll say: I think you can hot shot it for a minute here. I think what Miggs is talking about, and on a card where we still this is going to go back to what we said about the Greatest Royal Rumble. I still don't know exactly how much we expect this is going to be a card where real significant things are going to happen versus you know glorified house show, right? Like I I don't know. I think it's going to be maybe a little bit more than what we saw at Greatest Royal Rumble, but I still think there's going to be a fine line to how many significant things are going to happen on this card. And this is an opportunity to do something, a title change, that you
2: could call... I like how you call glorified house show, like, every single male title wasn't defended. at crazy World No, World but World. they
1: were all defended, but only one of them changed hands. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't do anything that was gonna... All, if, if you missed that event, you weren't going to have missed all sorts of crazy things occurring. Like it even changed hands. The ta- I don't the, remember. Uh, or it didn't change hands, but remember the tag titles were... Oh, oh
3: it was vacated,
1: right. Right, yeah, okay. correct. So it didn't change hands. There wasn't a title change, but um, uh, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt won the tag titles um, at the Greatest Royal Rumble. So I'll say this is an opportunity to do that, to create a huge pop, a huge moment, um, and you can always right you know bring it back a month later and cedric alexander can maintain and sort of take it towards wrestlemania so i'm going to agree with Miggs on this one
3: yeah i'm i'm leaning towards your uh your thought process meaning that you know i don't have very many um my only question is do they want a big pop for play? like he's still a heel and and i know they can do bizarro world stuff but do they want to see someone getting a big pop Uh, winning over Cedric I'm still leaning towards Buddy because it's quite frankly going to be the only big moment that I have other than probably whatever happens in the main event to set up the main event for Crown Jewel but uh, yeah I'll go with Buddy Murphy here
2: Let's be honest, the main event for Crown Jewel is already set, but yeah. Well, yeah. well, I mean, officially, you know, like
3: they'll they'll do something
1: wacky to... We all know what hit. it's going to be. We're all very what? aware of what it's going to yes. be. Well, actually, I don't know if it's going to be the main event or not, because they actually do have Brock Lesnar on that card. That's so, what I'm that's talking true. about. What well, are you talking oh, about? Oh, I thought you meant that you knew there was going to be a tag match between uh, no, Triple H. No, the main H- event
2: of, of Crown Jewel is Roman well, yes. Reigns, Brock Lesnar, yes. and yes. Braun Strowman no, that, for the fair. Universal title.
1: That almost yes. certainly will be the main event.
3: All right, next one. Uh, uh, New Day versus The Bar for the SmackDown Tag Titles.
2: It's me?
1: Yes. It's you.
2: New Day rocks. New Day rocks.
1: New Day rocks. I mean, I didn't have any doubt that was new where you were going. Day rocks. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to be in agreement. It's The New Day. I just don't see... I, 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 there's a part of me that says, why are you doing it if you're not going to give The Bar the Belts back, but like, there's also a part of me that just says... Why are you doing anything right now? I mean, like, it's all great. I like the bar. I like the New Day. I'll say the New Day wins, but I'm totally 50-50 here.
2: Uh, I'm going with no the New way Day. they get to win after what they did to Bootyworth. Well, that is
3: true, <laughs> too. That is a good
1: point. That is fair.
3: That, that's a very fair point. Uh, I actually, I, the more I think that, the more I'd like the bar to be the ones to take it off the New Day, but not in this spot. I'd like them to continue this feud a little longer than take it at Survivor Series or something. I don't know. But down the line, not in this moment here. I agree with you, Aaron.: I agree as
0: well. I'm going with the new day.
1: All right, well that was that was a waste of a pick. Go ahead, move on. <laughs> uh, uh, we have Asuka and Naomi against the iconics. Uh, this is me. Uh, no idea. no this is where it gets into that weird sort of um, I- I- is this is this a house show thing? I get that the concept would be here that you're potentially setting up maybe. A, um, a, a women's tag team title situation for Evolution. And I guess my question would be, do you sort of make this so that it's like a number one contender match and whoever wins here faces Sasha and Bailey? Um, you probably should have set that up ahead of time if that was going to be the case. I, I don't know how much this match really matters. Um, are you trying to get to Asuka versus Naomi? If you are, then it would make a lot of sense to have the Iconics win. But if you're trying to get to Asuka Naomi, is that because you're having Asuka turn heel? Like, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm not really sure where you're going. I guess that's the scenario that makes the most sense of all of them to me. So I'll go with the Iconics winning this match. Also, it feels like the Iconics could use something if they're going to be a player in in this women's tag team division that we still don't know is even going to exist... It feels like at some point they should win a match, a tag team match. That's that's I, significant.
2: I've come around to the fact that I think that the women's tag title match will be, quote unquote, impromptu, and it'll be a tag team battle royal.
1: Okay. All right. Interesting.
3: Yeah, that you know they keep promising all like what is it, they keep promising over fifty or something like that, and that would be a good way to get over fifty. That's for sure. Okay. Um, I think what what you said at the end there, Glenn. Uh, if there isn't a women's tag team picture then the re- then the clear reason they're having this is because they want to set up Asuka versus Naomi. And I wouldn't mind an Asuka heel turn. She's definitely lost a lot of heat yeah, sure. over the past six months. And uh, I wouldn't mind seeing some sort of a character change and just think, to and, push and,
1: her back and up. And think and about and how much it's done going. for Shinsuke Nakamura to turn heel. Mm. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
2: yeah. they have been blatantly following each other's path the entire time. It is real weird, isn't it? Real yeah. Alright. But um
3: but yeah, so I am going to say I, I think that's the way they're going. They want to put the, the feud between Asuka and Naomi and I'm going with the iconics here.
0: Uh this match matters to me because we're gonna see Billy Kay and Peyton Royce walk out on the ramp holding hands and that's all that matters uh, So uh, And and they're, in, they're, they're Australian girls In Australia yes. uh, Man that's a, I think another uh, Easy way to make that crowd very happy uh, Which you know I mean like we talk about this being A glorified house show and what are they doing House shows they just trying to find ways to, to make the fans that are at that event Super happy and I think that's going to lead to them
2: Winning the match Yeah I mean they were going to be my uh, They're my pick anyway um, They're the, I, the reason I'm picking them is because because I think Buddy Murphy's going to lose. So I think that one of them has to win, and I'm going to go with the Iconics. All
1: right. Boy, we are wasting picks. Okay. Right now, this is going to come down to does Buddy Murphy win the title or not. That's Pretty much. That's going to be what Pretty on. much.
3: All right. Um, so let, let's just – do we even need to talk about this one? Cena and Lashley versus Elias and, Ke- Elias and Kevin Owens. I go first. Cena and Lashley's winning this match. Go ahead.
0: Uh, thankfully, there's a lot of matches, so at some point, we're going to all not agree on a match. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm, same here, Lashley and Cena. I don't want to lick icing, man. Otherwise, I would go
2: with this. <sighs> oh, God, I, How do you have them lose after Monday? Hey, how? How? They're the most overheels on Raw. I they want, have,
1: I want you bad. to know how badly I want to do the same thing right now. AJ, I just want you to know that. I want you to know how badly I want to do the same thing.
2: <laughs> like, like, oh, like, John Cena, that's, that would be classic John Cena come back to take the L. That's John, that's what, he, like, that's literally what he did with Undertaker. Like.
1: Uh, well, it would be, it would be new John Cena. It wouldn't really be classic John Cena. I was going to. Classic, oh, yeah, I'm classic John Cena would not do that.
2: <laughs> new John Cena. I yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Uh, is John Cena in the match yeah he is <laughs> god I don't want to have to lick icing because I picked against John that's Cena that's the thing man. right Like that's the thing
1: I so desperately want to be the guy to do it I so desperately want to be the guy because I'm with you and if this was an American pay per view I think I would do it but again this comes back to my feeling of by the way are, are you going officially with John Cena Bobby Lashley yeah okay. This is how I feel This is where it comes back to the it it because I think this is more of a glorified house show, I'm in agreement with you boys. I do think that's the way they go but if this if they were doing this match at you know uh at, at, at super, if it was super showdown miami um I would not feel the same way. I think this is more about it's the nature. Of course, they wouldn't be doing this match because John Cena wouldn't be there if it wasn't Australia. (laughs) So, look, the answer is yes, John Cena and Bobby Lashley. And it's a a moment simply to have those guys get over and uh, hooray, hooray, hooray. So, that's the answer. All right. uh, Becky versus Charlotte for the SmackDown
0: Women's title. Um. yeah, me, back, right. yeah, mix. Uh, well, I'm going with the person who wished me a happy birthday. And that's Becky Lynch. Oh, listen to you. Listen that's
1: to right. you. Nice. Going, going nice. to see local bands together and skipping out on your work responsibilities. Look at you now wishing a happy right. birthdays. I, I
2: really think I, I really think that the only way Charlotte could win here is if their plan is for her to be healed, which isn't a terrible thing. Might be, might be the best idea. That would idea. be a blatant disregard for what you've been hearing for the last couple weeks, so I'm going to just go with Becky.
1: Uh, I- I'm also going to go with Becky. I, don't, I-, I-, I really have no idea where they're going, um, and that's not the end of the world to not know. It's okay sometimes to just sort of be surprised by what it is they might end up doing with something, um, but I-, I have no idea how you take the belt off of be- like You think this crowd's hot now? imagine if you take the belt off of Becky Lynch there is no return like Charlotte is the biggest heel in the history of yeah. humanity if you do that so and again yeah. if that's the direction you're going AJ if if they want to make Charlotte a heel by all means but I don't see it so yeah I'm with you Becky Lynch and we need to pick a match differently at some points
3: yeah it's not going to be this one though because like you said like right now i I do believe that the crowd isn't Anti Charlotte, it's their pro Becky. If you have Charlotte win, they're anti Charlotte. That officially becomes a thing. So yes, Becky wins the match. Yeah, no doubt. All right, all right. We have uh, Ronda Rousey and the Bellas Versus the Riot Squad. AJ, it's on me. Yes. No, it's AJ. Yes. Yeah.
2: I'm gonna pick the Riot Squad Ooh. because I think that this is how you start to see. The 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 chinks in the armor of Ronda Rousey and the Bella Twins, and I think that probably Breed eats the pin, um, because of them thinking that they don't need like, oh yo, no, you're you're the champ, but you're still you know young. Let us take it over at the end, blah 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 blah, and then they they could have a little conversation at the end of the show, at uh, the match. That might go haywire, so I'm going to go with the Riot Squad.
1: That's really going to piss me off. Um, I'm also picking the Riot Squad, but I was more doing that because I picked too many faces, and at some point a heel needed to win, and the scenario that you presented about needing to start creating a, the main event for Evolution has to happen at some point, and this is a good way to go about doing it. So this is problematic. Um, I, don't know, I don't know if any of you are picking otherwise, but we're going to have to do something at some point in order to make some different picks.
3: Well, you know what? I'm picking otherwise because I think the way they're going to set this up is that uh, Rhonda and the Bellas are going to win, and then Nikki is going to. It's going to basically be a respect match at Evolution. They're going to be, you know, we were such good teammates. Let's see what we can do on other side. You know, opposite corners, and that's how they set that up. I don't love that build, but I feel like that's the way they're going. So I'm going with Rhonda and the Bellas.
1: Okay. All right. And.
0: I was thinking that the whole idea of uh, them doing... Uh, so many matches are so predictable. This is a, a match where you could actually be a little unpredictable. But it sounds like I'm going with two-thirds of your show, and I'm also going with the Riot Squad. I thought ah. I was going to be the only one doing that.
1: Well, all right. Uh, at least we have literally two people that have picked one match differently. Right now, Miggs and I would be uh, together. And that's that's actually kind of fitting. I think that's fitting. And can we, and we give our-
0: a shout-out to Ruby Riot for having a... I mean, even though it was a quick match, we it was talk a fantastic match against Ronda Rousey
1: I
2: yeah.
0: Raw. We she uh, about in she one.
2: tied with her and Ronda tied with Roman and uh, Dolph for match of the week because Glenn doesn't have a spine and can't pick.
1: It was a great. Oh, shut up. I hate you so Come much, on, Glenn. Right. Uh, by the way, what was your pick, AJ? You could have picked that match if you wanted to.
2: I pick. I picked the
1: actual better match, not the uh,
2: better geez. moment. The better match was Roman versus Dolph. Mo- All
1: right, move on. Move on. Next.
3: <laughs> Next, uh, Daniel Bryan versus The Miz for a – Future title shot, or however exactly they're wording it, Glenn. The Miz.
1: I, I mean, it's the Miz, and I don't know how it is that you're insisting that Daniel Bryan should deserves another match with the Miz at some point, but um it's the Miz is the answer. The Miz needs. To, he wins this match. He becomes champion. The Miz. The Miz. The Miz. The Miz.
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty much with you. The Miz.
0: Yep. Miz.
2: Are you guys drunk? It's Daniel Bryan. Ah. ah <laughs> all right. Daniel ah. Bryan literally just jobbed on Tuesday.
1: That's fine. He can job again. He's capable. I know he lost to Shelton Benjamin. He can job again. He's he Bryan. just
2: jobbed to Shelton Benjamin on Tuesday. I understand. He's going to beat the Miz because, hold on, what's the next match, Aaron?
3: Uh, We can make it the next match if you want. Yeah. Go oh, ahead. Oh, I see. Who's
1: first? Okay. Uh, All right. That'd be Aaron would be first. Aaron, do you I, want to? I, to I, oh, wait,
3: have we gone through? Okay, I just want to make sure we got Aaron, would you and, like yeah, to see in your it. time with the gentleman?
2: I'm going to tell you who I think. Yeah. I think that Samoa Joe is going to win the WWE title down under, and yep. and his first opponent is going to be Daniel Bryan, who Daniel Bryan will do the job for him, just like he did the job for Shelton Benjamin, just like he's done the job for Miz the last two times they fought. This is your opportunity to let Daniel Bryan get his comeuppance on Miz, have that feud be over, which it will be. It's not going to stretch out to WrestleMania. It'll be over because Daniel Bryan will have finished it because he will finally have won the match. And then Daniel Bryan will go get Samoa Joe and do the job there, which will make Samoa Joe's uh, credibility as a champion look even better than when he drops it back to AJ Styles setting up AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. All right.
1: Aaron, I'll let you get back in order now If you'd like
3: uh, Yeah, okay, uh, so we'll, we'll we'll do the match uh, You know, we've been talking about this match For the past few weeks And I've said I think it should be Joe But there are a lot of little things That make me feel they're going the opposite direction um, It's by the way It's really weird that they mentioned Buried Alive here And they're like, they, they made that a key part of the promo They replayed him saying Buried Alive And it's not a Buried Alive match It is weird But that that was just kind of a weird bit there um, but I think AJ is going to win it here. If for no other reason, if take everything else out, I don't think the WWE title is changing hands at four in the morning, Eastern time. That that's the other big thing to me. So I think, uh, AJ Styles wins it. Here. Okay. Here.
1: Okay.
0: Migs. Uh, my pick is Samoa Joe. I think he's, he, I, I, I think that even though it will be early in the morning, I think the, the social media explosion of that is something that they probably It's going to appreciate. drive
2: content.
0: Yep. And it'll get people to want to watch the, the show.
1: It will be somewhere on the West Coast. It'll be like, I mean, but who cares
0: about them? Um, 2 a.m.? Yeah, right. I might as well just keep drinking. So
1: I am going to pick Samoa Joe, which I can understand. Oh, my God. I can understand why you're saying that doesn't seem to jive with what I just said. I still think AJ Styles is going to end up coming out on top of this. And I ultimately think that uh, this is going to play out with uh, AJ Styles winning the belt, The Miz getting the belt from AJ Styles around Royal Rumble, and me getting the match that I want at WrestleMania, (laughs) which is Daniel Bryan versus The Miz for the title. So uh, So if you have a
2: number one contender's match, how does he he stretch that out to winning the title in January? If you've noticed, they've changed it from number one contender to
3: a future WWE title shot.
1: And as you know, as well as anybody does, um, if someone loses the belt, they have an automatic rematch clause. That's the yeah, way that, which that, that works. which is
2: what I said earlier. The way you set that up right. is you have Samoa Joe win, by incapacitating AJ Styles gives AJ Styles some time to get off TV, be gone for a couple weeks. Right. In those couple weeks, you have uh, Crown Jewel, and then that's where you can have Daniel brian versus samoa joe for the wwe title which sounds like a great fucking match all right then you have samoa joe win that match and then oh my god guess what aj styles is back that's so crazy aj styles is back and then you had a feud that probably lasts two to three months with aj Styles eventually coming up and daniel Bryan went in the Royal Rumble.
1: uh that is one way you can do it you could also do it my way i won nope. my way no you can you can nope. do it my way. Why? Nope. It doesn't make sense. God. <laughs> nope. God. I hate everything about it. You can't it. do it. You can't do it anyway. Jesus Christ. All right. Moving on. Uh, the Shield versus
0: Braun, Dolph, and Drew. I don't even know Migs. who's. Yeah, Migs. Okay. This... Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to go with The Shield.
2: When was the last time The Shield lost a three-on-three tag team match? I do not know the answer to that question. And they beat Evolution handedly multiple times. They did do that,
1: yes. And then Evolution even the score. And it,
2: and it just Wait. feels like the three of the...
0: Strongman, Ziggler, and McIntyre just been getting the upper hand for quite a bit. And I think this is the time where the Shield, as a, as a collective, take take the upper hand.
2: Shield is winning the match, though.
1: The only thing that I can figure is, like, is the, are you setting something up that involves Dean Ambrose? Like, I mean, I, even dancing around it so much, I don't think... I feel gonna...
2: like that's the reason they brought it up to bring up the doubts so that right. maybe... Or maybe the SHIELD loses because Dean right. finally turns. No, the
1: yeah. SHIELD's going to win. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I'll Give me the SHIELD as well.
2: Yeah, we talked about this on
3: Twitter last time. Uh, in the last pay-per-view, I said, why aren't uh, Seth and Dean using the SHIELD name? Well, it's because they have to win if they use the SHIELD name. I think they're using the SHIELD name here, so they're going to win. All right, and? Triple H versus The Undertaker.
2: This is going to be the one. Um, I think... I think Taker wins here because it's clear that they're trying to set up another Taker match at WrestleMania. You can't, like, you gotta keep building Taker. Lost to Roman last year. They did that with Cena this year, but that wasn't enough. A John Cena squash match. Like They gotta keep building Taker to the next WrestleMania, which could very well be his last. Now, the best way to do that would be have Taker win here, but only win because Kane kind of cheated and helped them win. And then you have Kane eat the pin at Crown Jewel. So I am going to go with Undertaker here.
1: Um, the answer is definitely the Undertaker, and it's the Undertaker because you have to force Shawn Michaels out of retirement. Um, and you can't force Shawn Michaels out of retirement if his buddy wins this match. Like you just that, now, I have to be like, no, it doesn't make sense in order to create the scenario where Shawn Michaels had no choice but to come back and decide to wrestle again and hope that the fans understand it is by 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 having Undertaker and Kane basically destroy them. Um, oh yeah, by the
2: way, I meant to, I meant to, I meant to bring this up with Kevin Eck. I should have. So, are we all just ignoring the thousands of people chanting one more match during his promo or no?
1: Um, I would like to yes so uh, <laughs> I, I would like no more matches ever um, but we're getting it it's what it is we all know that at this point we all know what's coming and the only way to make that happen and um, maybe you're right maybe it's going to be Shawn Michaels Undertaker solo um, because the Undertaker requests that he wants Shawn Michaels to retire him I don't know but um, in order to get the Undertaker or in order to get Shawn Michaels out of retirement absolutely 100% the Undertaker has to win this match
3: yeah, and uh, you're not bringing Shawn Michaels back and, and reuniting DX just to have them lose in Crown Jewel. You're not going to have one side dominate this. So Taker wins here, so DX can win at Crown Jewel. So I'm going with Taker.
0: Yeah, you guys all know it's going to be The Undertaker winning it.
1: All right, well, we think I think we picked like literally three matches differently. So four, well, four. Yeah. Okay.
3: Uh, I'm, I'm out on two, AJ's out on two, and you and Migs picked the same. So Oh, the entire way we picked the same? And the worst part yes. is, oh, the
2: thing that kind of pisses me off is that I'm only out on two, but I should have been out on four, and Migs and fucking Glenn copied me on two of the ones. Whoa, 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 we whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, I might have done that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Migs, uh, let's run through everything. Migs versus the World of Ra- Just I don't know, just plug
0: everything. Just follow me on Twitter and social media at I'm Steve Miggs. I usually do an okay job of letting people know what's going on. Um, I, I did mention the Defy show on the 27th, and I just saw it just got posted on Twitter. Uh, a title match just got announced. Uh, Shane Strickland, our champion, is going to be taken on, and Aaron can attest to this guy's skills. He's going to be wrestling Shaft, the baddest mother effort in professional wrestling for the Defy Championship on October 27th, and that's Defy Wrestling.com to get the information. That's pretty damn huge, so I'm looking forward to that. That uh, match is guys, going to be awesome. Both guys have uh, have, have learned under uh, or, or, or been mentored or friends with uh, AR Fox, and I think there's going to be some magic in that match. And there's another new promotion that's popping up here in Washington, in Everett, and it's called Without a Cause. And actually, their first show is looking fantastic. It's happening on Sunday, October 21st. Thunder Rosa is going to be there. She's taking on Priscilla Kelly, fresh off the neon Classic. Uh, Darby Allen's going to be wrestling, and then some great local talent like Dave Turner and King Cash, and uh, possibly the local celebrity Steve Miggs will be making an appearance Look in some you. way, shape, or form. I was going to say you're going to so, be the, the so guest timekeeper, right? I don't know.
2: We'll find out there, Aaron. So, good question. Yes. Uh, without a cause, are, is there anybody? Are there any black people that work with that organization, <laughs> like in the booking? <laughs> the reason I ask is because black people would be smarter than to make an organization where the acronyms spell WAC. WAC.
1: <laughs> well, something to be said for that.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't and, know if we I don't know if we want a chant of "This is whack Yeah,
1: happening. that might not be. This
2: is whack is uh, This is, is WAC. Hey, whack.
0: Uh, uh, Migs.
1: Also, real quick, before I let you go, I have a buddy uh, out in Seattle, and I had asked him to leave uh, a message for you on your windshield. Did you get that?
0: Leave a uh, what? I, I, I missed you. Cut I, out. I, I, I asked him to leave a
1: message for you on your windshield. Did you get
0: that? Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you very much. Uh, he, uh, he left a pipe. I, 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 let me know where he lives so I can return it to him. <laughs> Migs had
1: his uh, windshield wrecked by a pipe this week. Um, Dude,
0: straight up, final destination, destination. The thing was flying at me. I, I swerved a little, like a couple feet over, and it just smashed the passenger side, I put a hole in the windshield. The glass exploded. Uh, it, it was awful. And then uh, one of our local wrestlers, Ethan HD, had a great tweet about it just saying, oh, I accidentally uh, lost my pipe on the freeway and yeah, some right. a-hole picked it up on, in his Jeep. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's nice. That's pretty good. That's <laughs> pretty good. All
1: right. Cool. We love you, buddy. We will, uh, I guess, uh, uh, Survivor Series will be uh, next that we will chat with you. sir. appreciate it. And, uh, and uh, we will talk to you then. All right. All right. He is Steve Miggs. When we come back in, uh, I got to pay off a bet. We got more to do. We will wind down. Uh, I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's...
2: The main event.
1: A.J. Francis. This is Jobbing
4: Out. What's up, it's KZ. This season, you can join us for our weekly and season-long pro football picks contest at Loop League. Click the link pinned at the top of my Twitter page, that's at Fans Fantasy, and pick any five games against the spread every week. It's free to sign up, and someone wins a $25 Royal Farms gift card every single week. Plus, we'll have great season-long prizes as well. And check out all the other awesome games at Loop League, where you can link multiple fantasy competitions all at the same time. Join our picks league now at loopleague.com. Uh, all
1: right, I gotta pay off this bet. Here we go, boys. I lost fair and square. I give you a little uh, Shaquille O'Neal. You can't stop the rain with the notorious Big. This isn't going to go well. Here we go. You can't stop it. Block it. When I drop it, anytime I go rhyme for rhyme on a topic, you ain't even fit to step in Shaq's arena. I look inside your mind and I see a shook demeanor. In your eyes, why are you surprised? No matter how you try, I'm fly as eloquise. The new addition, this is the end of your last night. In daytime, you couldn't see me with the flashlight. I crash flights on sights of my enemy. I'm coming through and then I bomb your whole vicinity. Why they acting fake jacks? You're a friend of me. I peep your card. You're not as hard as you pretend to be. Who want to spark it with the chocolate? Macadamia. Head clinging to the cranium. You know the name. Shaq aimed to maintain. Money on the brain can't stop the rain. You can't stop the rain. Stop the rain. When it starts to fall. starts to fall. There's no one else to blame. No one else to blame. You can't lock that door.
2: All right, you know what? I suck. AJ, tag in. Million dollar figures. Figures with act legends of figures. Cream lizards, cream coochies. I do my duty as long as they flies me and hires me. Success on my circle. Try to break it, I hurt you. Ain't no getting out that. I doubt that. We want exotic, erotic ladies, not them toxic ladies that burn a lot. I learned a lot from junkies to ruffians, from being tied up by Colombians, because 80 grams was missing. Listen, had to change my position from wanting to be large to head nigga in charge. My garage call it CeeLo, full fives and sixes, honey's body of mixes. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Smoke out with Leo, Biggie Tarantino, size like a sumo, Frank White numero uno. Can't stop won't stop you can't
1: stop the rain
2: can't stop won't the stop the rain
1: when it starts to fall
2: this is like when a month straight that fall. i've been able to get be on this show yeah, it's so true <laughs>
1: <laughs> no one else to blame you can lock that door, door. Seven oh, the towering inferno invisible smooth individual Who want to test it? Foreign or domestic? No matter where you're from, I'm not the one you want to mess with. Original, Willie style, living lavish. Private jets to my shorty shop in Paris. Oh, what? Average, I'm far from the norm. It's daddy long, hitting him strong, keeping you warm. Oh, I was tagging you back in. I didn't know we (laughs) were going to
2: keep going. Well, I don't know. He
1: says the N word a lot, and I'm pretty sure I'm not allowed to say that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I
1: All right. Well, you know I, what? I I think we butchered this enough. Well, you didn't. I did. So yeah. I think we handled that. All right. There you go. That was uh, me paying off the bet from the uh, last pay per view. Is uh, uh, I don't okay. know why. Why did? Oh, because it was Tyler Steele and Shaq was Steele. Yeah, that was a reach. God, why well, I was reaching on that one. Uh, but it is you're the one off. who came up. I with I know. That. that was really dumb on my part. Back in here on jabbing Out, segment number three. Greg <coughs> Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. And, of course, the main event. AJ Francis. Thanks again to Steve Miggs for joining us for our picks. A couple things we haven't had a chance to talk about just yet that we should as we wind down for the program. Let's do that right now. Aaron, and I have literally already forgotten all the things we're going to discuss, so you just take us through it, pal. Alright, uh,
3: first place is going to be Ring of Honor, where they had their pay-per-view out in Vegas. It was it was a solid pay-per-view. Not a lot of big things happened. Uh, no title t- changed hands uh, during the show itself. However, there was one interesting moment on the pay-per-view, which turned into a very interesting moment at the TV tape. Because I'm sorry if this is a spoiler, but this has also been on other shows, so it, it's out there, and I apologize. But anyways, at the pay-per-view, Punishment Martinez beat Chris Sabin. At the end of the nu- at the end of the match, Jeff Cobb came out and laid waste to Punishment Martinez. He hmm. Martinez tried to hit him with the chair. Cobb no sold it. He's a monster, and he beat it. Then the next night at the TV tapings, Jeff Cobb took the TV title from Punishment Martinez. And then he showed up the next night on New Japan with the TV title in tow. How about so, that?
1: How about yeah. that?
3: So Jeff Cobb's the man right now. The interesting thing about this is twofold. A Jeff Cobb officially in Ring of Honor, I guess. You know, I I had said when I saw him in Defy a month ago that he had said, hey, by the way, at the end of the year, you're probably not going to see me anymore. This would probably be why Ring of Honor does not allow allow their wrestlers to do regular indie shows. The other interesting thing about it is, as we found out over the weekend, uh, Punishment Martinez has has apparently signed with WWE. What a
1: random signing. Like what a! But first of all, it's cool. And if you guys remember, Punish Martinez was a dope guest on this show. He was tremendous uh, when he came on. He was talking about growing up working at the Hammerstein Ballroom and then getting the opportunity to wrestle there. He was tremendous. But like, not someone that's like an 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 obvious fit in any particular category for the WWE, right? Like, he's not like the hottest indie name that they had to go get he doesn't have a. I mean, he's got a good look let me d- not take that away from him yeah, and that's the thing he does have a wwe look it, because he's big because he's what he's six six something he's like that six
3: six. I, I think he's billed at six seven like 255 something okay. like that all right
1: um you know I, so yes in that way he's got but it's not like i don't know i don't think this was one that they absolutely had to have i love it because i think Punish Mar- punishment martinez is great but i was surprised by this one i guess to me, the biggest surprise, because I, I can see why w, someone from
3: WWE would fall in love with him. Like, he yeah, has I a can great see why, too,
2: bro. I can see well, why they fell in love with him, too, bro, because he was on our fucking show. But well, sure, They do listen. And we do we know, know that to be true. WWE listens yeah, to us. They signed everybody on our show. Um, Who the fuck was James Ellsworth before jobbing out? Fact. Man,
1: you're not wrong about that. You're fact. not wrong. That's a great point. Man, I hadn't thought about that. Um, they didn't sign Sonny Boy, though. Um, Yet. That's true. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. They didn't. That's a good point. All right. But um, my opinion is he's 36,
3: which is a little older for a guy who's not 100% polished. Usually, you know, they'll they'll take a 36-year-old right. if it's Kevin Owens, if, it's, if it's AJ, AJ Styles. Styles. Right.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, at 36, this is not – this did not fit, like, the guy that you knew the WWE had to sign. I'm Again, I'm not – I think Punishment Martinez is great, and I think he, he fills a role with WWE. I don't think he's a future champion in WWE – or a future heavyweight champion or anything like that. Um, and he wasn't the the guy that everybody had to have, like Matt Riddle was, right? right. But I like him a lot, and I think he serves a a good purpose. Um, and yes, I like his look. I like the whole thing. I'm good with it. It just didn't – you know, this is not the guy that you look at and you say, WWE is definitely going to have to have that guy.
2: I mean, I mean, he's enormous.
1: He's
3: enormous. He's Puerto Rican, which – you know, if they wanted to go that route, they could go that route. Well, you know, he's, really he's play got, up the, well, the pu- heritage, they love right, the internet. You know, trying he's to not, get a representative,
1: but he's not from Puerto Rico. Those are two different things, you know what I mean? Like they they like playing up to try to get to, to a certain market. Um like if you're from Mexico, they want you to play up the fact that you're from Mexico cuz that's going to reach that market, right? One, well, and I'm not trying to diminish the Puerto Rican market. We've He never, was he was raised in Puerto Rico. But he wasn't born there. He's not no. a Puerto Rican native. He's a New Yorker. Like, and I don't doubt that they'll try to play up the heritage at some point, but twofold: One, Puerto Rico's not a market that they've ever shown much concern for at any point. I don't even know, like, they even do shows in Puerto Rico ever? They used to. It's a super small market. Like, it's a very, very small market, and so it's never been something that they've ever shown any concern for. So, I don't know that that's something that they're even nat- naturally feel the need to try to push.
2: You know, guys. I mean, we'll- to not to just dis- you know throw you off your game a little bit. Yes. But I need both of you to go to our job and our Twitter page right now.
1: Okay.
3: Okay. This is. Oh of- shit! Finally. <laughs> Wait. What? 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 Oh, hang on a second. Hang on a second. I'm. I'm... I was going to ask about this.
1: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what, sir? That is exceptional. Well, goddamn done. <laughs> well, goddamn done. That is brilliant. Oh my god. All right. You know what? This is a promise. Within two weeks, I will pay off another bet. Within right. two weeks, nice. I will pay off another one, and I know the one. I've told you guys what I'm gonna do. I, I don't know, AJ. If you...
2: I don't think I have any more other bets. You, you
1: do. You yeah. well. You have to do the twerking to what song was it? Oh god, I've already forgotten. Jesus Christ.
3: But but you have to. Someone has to. You have to twerk, and someone has to make it rain on you. And then you guys have to. go – I mean, there. And then there are a couple ones that are kind of. Yeah, a little bit more complicated, right? Yeah, like you and Glenn have to go up to New York and cosplay yeah, and
1: stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, Man, that was it made a lot of sense when AJ was playing in New York. Yeah, um, it didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, if for so, since those of you don't know what we're talking about, well, first of all, you should have gone to the Twitter page by now. AJ has paid off the uh, George Costanza bet of uh, of recreating the infamous George Costanza boudoir photograph. Um, on his couch, and it's it's glorious. It's very, very oh, good.
3: There, there's one other I just By
1: remembered. By the way, you are... Uh... We have to hit him with chairs at some point. Oh, yeah, we do need to do that. That's true, too. AJ, have you lost weight? Like, are you...
2: No. I'm okay. just in great fucking shape.
1: Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, you're ready to play football on any day, but... I'm like, it...
2: 300, and I stepped... On the scale today. I was 327.
1: All right, fair enough, fair enough.
2: Um... I just look fucking good, don't yeah, I? Yeah, you do. <laughs> you, look,
1: you look good, man. I, I mean, I don't mean... <clears throat> You know what? I don't want to finish this sentence, so we'll just move (laughs) on. Um, The other thing is, uh, AJ, I need need somebody locally that will be willing to go to uh, an open mic night with me on a Tuesday night. And that person also preferably needs to be able to play the guitar. And I will leave it at that. I have a plan. Please hit me up at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter if you would commit to a Tuesday night and open mic night event with me, <laughs> uh, and you might be able to play the guitar. That would be swell. If not, I think I've got somebody else that might be able to do it that's already told me they'd be willing to do it. Um, but I would. I also need somebody to video the thing, so I just need some help for this one. But i got to bet that I will pay off in the next two weeks. So that's that. All right, moving on. A- Aaron, what else?
3: Um, okay, speaking of someone kind of showing up here, uh, Neville reemerged. We had uh, Pac show up at Dragon Gate for, the, you know, the first time he's been in any wrestling event in over a year. Um,
1: cool. I mean, I like Neville, <laughs> so I'm good with that. Uh, where does he go now, I guess, is the
2: question.
3: You know, it, it's interesting. Uh, I, someone speculated
1: that it was, yeah, it was Dragon Gate. Back under the Gate. bridge
2: he crawled out of.
1: Wow.
2: Wow. Wow. Damn. Listen to the hate of Neville. I love Neville. He just is an ugly fuck.
1: He's not wrong about Dang. that. Dang. I mean... Not not wrong about that.
3: It, it is interesting that he showed up at Dragon Gate. You know, everyone expected, okay, he's going to show up. He's going to show up in New Japan. He's going to show up at Ring of Honor at Final Battle. He's going to, you know, maybe show up. The Progress just had a show at Wembley Stadium. Maybe that's where he shows up. Instead, he goes back home for him. That was where he was before WWE mainly was at Dragon Gate. So that was interesting. Um... As far as what that means for the future for him, you know, question is, was it a one-time thing, or does he want to stay in Dragon Gate? If so, that probably rules New Japan out, because Dragon Gate and New Japan don't have a great relationship. Uh, doesn't necessarily rule out, obviously, any of the other indies, doesn't rule out Ring of Honor, but, uh, it'll be interesting to see exactly what happens here. Alright,
1: alright. Um, look, I... I like Neville plenty. Um, I think that... He... The time that he was away was really hurtful for him. I just don't know how hot Neville can be at this point. So that's just sort of where I'm at. And... I, I think
3: you'd have to put him in the right spot for, in the right match. Like if you can build Neville versus Will Ospreay, people are going to buzz, uh, get buzz about that.
1: All right. All right. All right. Uh, and then what was the
3: other one? Ah, uh, the other one I actually haven't said it, but I it, it just hit me what it should be. Ah, uh, we know another person at or another group I should say who's showing up at SmackDown 1000 that was uh, announced officially by WWE as a uh, Evolution, including one Dave Batista is going to be at SmackDown 1000.
1: Yeah, I got a problem. I can't go. I'm really not happy about this situation. I Oof. can't. I can't go. I have a game that night. Yeah, no, I don't want to talk about it. Um, I just don't want to talk about it. Um. I, I know you said that it was interesting because we're not sure that Evolution was ever really a SmackDown thing. Th- that was that was more
3: just a, a point. I do actually have a bigger problem with it, is that Dave Bautista's return should be bigger than Evolution, quite frankly. But is it? Is it? It's Dave Bautista for
2: the first time since Guardians of the Galaxy came No, no, we're not going to do the thing. We're not, not going to do the thing where we're going to pretend that every wrestling fan didn't hate him when he left. We're not going to do that thing. We're not.
1: Right, but I think Aaron's point being I know nope. I I understand what you're saying, Aaron, but I think But he's Drax now. Right. And I think well, that every wrestling fan nope, is going I'm to I'm
2: not going to do let wrestling fans do the thing where they hated his guts for the entirety of him being here and then now he comes back and they love him. No. Well, you can say
1: that all you want, but that's what's going to happen. So, I don't Blue know.
2: T-sta is a thing that happened and I hate all of you for pretending it isn't.
1: Well, I mean, again, that's fine, but you know what's going to happen. So, I I mean, like prepare yourself for it. It's just the way that it is. Um, I I would say if Dave Bautista was coming back to WWE to do something more than just show up one time on SmackDown, then I would agree with you. But if this is just we wanted, wanted somebody to show up one time on SmackDown, and oh by the way, Dave Bautista just so happens to be from DC, so it's an opportunity. Oh, and Randy Orton is on that brand anyway, and Triple H shows up at every show, so why not do it this way?
2: Yeah, that. And might... hopefully, Rick Flair is, is they, still they announced around, Flair. Yeah, win. yeah, right, like.
1: So I have no problem with that. I have no issue whatsoever with the fact that – now, if again, if this was Dave Batista's way of saying I'm back and I'm going to work a program through WrestleMania, well, then, yes, it should be bigger than one appearance with yeah, Evolution. Yeah, he's never
2: going to wrestle – pro- he's never going to do a program to WrestleMania ever again. Correct. So the well, fact-
3: he, he was pitching – he wanted to be involved last year, so it's not completely – Sure. Not- That's what he said. He claimed – he said, I was basically, I was in talks with WWE to, instead of, to be Kurt Angle's role. I want a team with Rousey against Triple H, and then the, uh, WWE started ghosting I him. This is I from remember, his words. I
1: think if I remember right, so, he had pitched something once before that, too.
3: Like, he's open, said he wants to to get back in the ring. He just kind of wants to do it on his terms. He didn't like creatively the way it but happened I, again, last time. I do think there's
1: a big difference between saying he would take a match at WrestleMania versus he would be on WWE for three months leading up to. WrestleMania. Oh yeah.
3: No, I don't think he would do every I week. Think,
1: that's for sure. right. I think he would do like one appearance and then I'll have a match at WrestleMania. And so again, short of a Dave Batista returning to wrestling situation, I don't have a problem with his, you know, one appearance being as part of evolution because evolution was a pretty effing big deal. So I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that being the case.
2: All right, Evolution was the great is is the greatest conglomerate of star power in the history of wrestling.
1: Yeah, we talked about that before, where you consider their their you know in ring versus their their super and the mainstream mainstream yeah. superstardom, right? Exactly. All right, very good. Uh, let's get our plugs in. AJ, you first.
2: I am on Twitter and Instagram and pretty much everything at AJ Francis four um, one zero. You know I got my a lot of my music stuff coming out i got other stuff uh um you know i'm waiting to see what is coming around the horizon like i said i'm giving myself some time to relax and then if nothing comes up it's time man i'm I just i think that think that that's what i should do honestly so love it, love it. um um yeah once again you can follow me on all social media at aj francis 410 to keep up with me
1: excellent uh aj that got his out now Aaron, you uh, I am at Twitter at daoster.
3: We are on Twitter at Jobbing Out Show, where you can see AJ's glorious picture, it's really and good. you should definitely go there. You can email us jobbingoutshow at gmail.com. Uh, look for something WWE two K related in the Baltimore Sun coming up. So yeah, keep your eye out for that.
1: Very good. All right, at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio dot as well. Thanks again to Kevin Eck. Thanks also to Steve Miggs. Appreciate our buddies chiming in this week. I think Tessa Blanchard is joining us next week. So I will look forward to that. All right, for Aaron Oster and
2: four the main event.
1: I still think he might have one in him. Yeah. It See one right. time you just need to not do it just right. to just be a bit there in silence, like a dope <laughs> Ah, damn AJ <laughs> Francis, I'm Glenn Clark, this is Ben. Jobbing Out
2: Cool. a little out.